Welcome Smokes. back to the podcast, guys. Episode 53. 53. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. 2024. Season 2 of the podcast. Season 2. As everybody knows, we did 52 episodes last year. Every single week. Uploaded to Chris's channel and all the audio platforms that there all is. All those listening platforms out there. Yep. How many uh, is there? Do you, you ever figure out how many there were on? 15 or 16 or something? I think it, it goes out to like 12 or 15 different platforms. Jeez. But the main ones are Spotify and uh, and Apple. We're famous. Yep, famous. <laughs> well, uh, you know, it will make us even more famous if uh, the the biggest thing that people could do to move the needle is uh, yeah. drop us some comments on the on the podcast and, and your channel. Right. Definitely the uh, the audio podcast and stuff. Yeah, but, leave, leave comments what you like, yeah. what you don't like. How about some topics you want to hear? Yep. And just comment. Yep. So general. starting out, hope everybody had a great Christmas and um and uh happy new year because we're uh well this will be launched Christmas or uh New Year's Eve. So yeah. Got any resolutions? So, yeah, I do. I don't do that. Nah, I don't do it either. It is <laughs> I just go on with things as they are. Keep on keeping on. There's no certain time that I try to improve on stuff i do it every day you got to make every day good um today though we have a, a cool topic that uh, i think you know will help people leading into 2024 because this time of year um you know hunting season starting to wind down and a lot of people make changes you know mm -hmm. like you said new year's resolutions they want to find a new hunting property or right. they want to take their property and and look at it now's a good time to look at it uh in the winter and see how things are and right. that's what we're going to talk about today how to actually evaluate your deer hunting property and this will not only help you on the property you have now yeah but also help someone, you someone looking for a piece of property leases go out you know the big leasing time is like you know february march and april you know people are are busy looking for leases and um i will be on the hunt as well so what you got to say about that? Access, people... access, access. Yeah. What can people look for? How can they evaluate their deer hunting property? Man, I, I, entrance, exits, which way the deer are approaching, mm -hmm. what kind of neighbors you're gonna have. Ooh, that's a big one. Oh boy, what kind of what kind of browse or browse pressures on the property? We need to break it down. If I name them all now, we're gonna lose it. Well, uh, uh, something quick, yeah, something quick to talk about too is you made an evaluation on your own hunting property. Oh yeah, for sure. Behind your house, yeah. and you made the evaluation that you need more sun. Yep. And what'd you do the other day? You went the down other, and cut some trees. Yep. The other day, I went down and cut down some some trees, and and uh, those will turn into some firewood. Hopefully, mm -hmm. bring some good sunlight down. Yeah. Um, I made the evaluation too that I need to take some more. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to need a helping hand. Uh, there's a couple that are leaning kind of the wrong way or whatever, and I don't want them to fall that way. So mm -hmm. I'll have to hook on to them with a tractor and have somebody back cut them or something. So, yeah, well, we, there's there's always there's always something you could be doing mm -hmm. to improve or something that you're looking for in the next piece of property. Yep. And hopefully we help you guys out here with a few suggestions. And I think there's someone will glean something out of this. Well, like you said, 
you know, you made the evaluation that you need more sun. So, and you still need more sun. And, um, but that's something that people can look for is I think one of the biggest failures in uh, food plots, you know, cause a lot of people, they don't necessarily have like open field to plant food pots cause you're taking away, you know, crops from the farmer or whatever, or space. So they're limited to woods plots. And yeah. I, one of the biggest fails in that is lack of sun. So mm. if you're continuously having this problem with your food plots, um, now is a great time to just cut some trees. I mean, yeah. get over the fear of cutting a tree um, and, and either have somebody do it for you if you don't feel comfortable doing it. But you have to have sunlight. There's no special seed blend. That, that, no. that's going to grow. That's the other part of that equation is yeah. how many times do you see, what should I plant? What should I plant down there? Mm -hmm. oh, what should I? And that's one of the other failures is planting the wrong blend or mm -hmm. the wrong product. You just can't go into a woods plot with no sun and try to plant a brassica. It's just not going to work. It just isn't going to happen. You're, it's mm -hmm. going to come up an inch and just wilt over and rot. Yeah. You know, it's going to be too wet. There's not going to be enough sun. Mm -hmm. A couple of different factors there. But yeah, I mean, yeah. you have to find something that's going to take filtered sunlight, mm -hmm. you know, that might take some standing water if need be, maybe, you know. Yeah, I learned that a long time ago, uh, planting, planting food pots in the woods, because that's what I was limited to. I found out very quickly that the plant grows really tall. And then all, it just doesn't have, it can't develop a strong root system. So it just flops right flop. over. Yeah. And I get pictures of that throughout the spring and summer from, from guys just on Instagram or uh, Facebook or something. Or say, Hey, I'm having this problem. And they send me a picture and the plants are just all laying flat. I say, dude, you either got extremely low pH mm -hmm. or you're lacking sun because that the plants need that sun. So that evaluation on your property is key one thing definitely to look at if you want more forage a better healthier food plot and just overall soil health you got to have sun in there yeah and that and that also ties over to the guys that don't want to plant a food plot they're mm -hmm. looking at a block of timber somewhere mm -hmm. and they're thinking they want to buy this or lease it or something but you walk into this block of timber and you can see 200 yards out in front of you Mm -hmm. And there's nothing on the forest floor but leaves. Not good. Or, or ferns. Mm -hmm. That's not a good idea. You need I mean, cuttings. Yeah, that's great. You could you could shoot a long ways, but you're gonna have to find a deer first to shoot at. <laughs> and what I mean by that is, uh, if there's nothing to draw them through that patch of woods, food wise, browse wise, what good is it? Yeah. So well, yeah, you're back to cuttings again. Yeah, and that in that situation where you have like that open timber thing, um, like a park setting, you'll catch them cruising through, but they mm. won't be spending much time. No, and, unless that for some reason that's like the only safe spot for them to for them yeah, to stand I mean, for a while, or they might push through there or run yeah. through there during the rut. Yeah. You know, but someone the, might put a drive yeah. on and they might mm -hmm. run, but they're not going to spend a whole lot of time there. No, and that's what you want. You want the deer to spend time on your property. So if you do have that park effect. Um, tall browse line, no undergrowth, closed canopy forest. One of your best, depending on the type of timber you have, I guess the, you know, the, the key to that would be to get into a forester in there and either try to reclaim some trees for some money, um, or just hiring somebody to go in and cut or do it yourself 
but just get the sunlight, just get some logs on the ground and thicken, thicken those spots up, you know, make some pockets of thick stuff and whatever it is, but still leave a little bit of open areas uh, to maneuver, you know, around your property to use for access or something um, and leave those, concentrate those deers, those deer um, into the thick stuff. Mm-hmm. But you got to have sunlight and it all is relative to food plots as well. Yes. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the browse line is important to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go into some place and you may have, uh, I, I don't know, you, you might have s- some stuff that, that you're walking around evaluating, but if, if you, uh, you figure a deer's head is what three and a half feet off the ground, maybe, you know, kind of like you, whatever. And if the browse lines at like six feet, seven feet tall, you know, if, if they have to reach, if they have to stand on their rear legs to eat something, mm-hmm. you know, that's green, that, that's not a good idea. No, definitely not. And I, they're not, they might, yeah, they might be in there eating pine needles or rhododendron or something like that. Say rhododendron really fast three times. I'm not going to. And that will, yeah, they will eat that stuff, but. It's not preferred food. Mm-hmm. If that's what you're relying on, it's not great. Yeah, I uh, I went to a, a specific client lat two years ago, and it was right in um, uh, like Bedford. It was Bedford area, PA, and their property. A big chunk of it was just, I mean, it was no food whatsoever. And um, I told him that their best bet was he wanted to hire me. To, to cut i was like dude it's too much like you got to get a company in there you got to get rid of some of these trees get, make a little money money off of it but you'll still have the the wildlife that, uh, effect for it and he texted me um this summer and said that area that had no food was so so much food in there that I mean, there was all kinds of stuff. He didn't know what even what it was growing, but every time that he rode, because the road was kind of up higher, so you can kind of see down in there. And uh, he said there was always deer down there, always, you know, eating browse down there. It was so thick and attracted so many more deer. But it's just a step that I find that uh, people don't want to take. They don't want to cut their trees. Yeah. But if you have that continuous issue of just zero food. Um, it's going to be a hard time to make up for it if you're just planting food plots. Um, you know, it, it's depending on the size that you plant and stuff, but, uh, don't be afraid of the trees guys. I mean, you got to get somebody in there that knows what they're doing, but, uh, you know, it's just one thing that, that people don't want to do. They don't want to cut their trees. Yeah. I struggled with that down here. You know, mm-hmm. I don't have that much property to begin with and here I am cutting down my trees. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm not getting any younger. Mm-hmm. And I'm growing older, faster than the trees are growing bigger. So I thought, what's the use? You know, they're not straight and marketable for timber, you know. And I thought if I get rid of some of them, I would rather enjoy my food plots while I can still get around and hunt mm-hmm. than, than be sitting up at the house in a rocking chair at 90 saying oh i wish i could get down there and hunt now it looks really good kind of kind of like what i did to you to get you hunt out to hunting out of state what instead of being in a rocking chair at 90 <laughs> rocking back and forth 
man, I really should have lifted that, listened to that guy, Dave Richmond, and just hunted out of state. <laughs> and you can't hunt no more. And now here you are. You've hunted two I'm different a worldwide states. worldwide hunter. <laughs> you hunted two states in 2023. Three and not only that. PA included. Not only that, you probably shot a, a, a Sika buck that's going to make it into the record books. Maybe. Yeah, it should make it. It should make it. See, you listen, and you you shot a you shot a buck. Just how it a Sika. Yeah, Sika, not Sika, Sika. Sika. Yeah. Um. Out. But yeah, so you won't be rocking when you're 90 now, saying, "Dang, I should have hunted out of state." I'll be I'll be down there rocking a bow, shooting them. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, moving on to something else. Why? Another way to evaluate is first of all like we said we said entrance and exits um got to have good good way in and out without bumping all your deer around you got to watch what see what kind of food they've got but i also like to scout uh their entrance and exits into the spot that you so enjoy hunting um mm-hmm. where they where are they coming from Okay, are they coming off the neighbor's property? Is there bedding over there? Um, go like like Dave said. Right now is a good time to go out and take a walk in the woods, especially like right after a snow. That's a great mm. time to check it out and see see where they're running around, what their routes are, you know. Mm. And I know some of that changes from season to season, but um, season's still in right now, and you know you want to see where they're moving right now. Uh, maybe you can have a plan for next year to hunt an area you might find the the golden funnel or something who knows mm-hmm. uh, check for funnels and ridges and and you know get get your saddles and benches and draws and all that stuff look for water supply you know not not necessarily running fresh water because if you've noticed deer don't like to bend down and drink from running fresh water they like some old stagnant mud puddle i don't know why that is but mm-hmm. check for water supplies well something what else, that I can, what else you got well something i can add to that quickly is you know you mentioned um scouting and and looking for where the deer are entering and exit your property 100 percent what I would add to that um, is that say say they're entering and exiting exiting a spot that you can't really get to, or it's by a neighbor hunting uh, a neighbor's taking advantage of that or something. You can cut a tree down and block some trails off to make them enter and exit at a different spot in order for them to kind of pass by an easier spot for you to get a tree stand and to hunt. Well, that's kind of the beauty of making sunlight too. I mean, you mm-hmm. can you can uh, take some of those cuttings and pile them up somewhere strategically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean there there is st- strategic things you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, look at the old property that we went over and we cleared like a whole acre out with a skid steer. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't just push that crap up against the edge of the woods Mm-mm. because that would impede their entrance and exit they, into the fields. The infiltration. Yeah. So we took that stuff all to a spot like we never seen a deer enter by and we piled it all up in one big giant pile and just left it rot. Mm-hmm. You know, and well, a lot it, of it, it didn't block off anything. No, a lot of it. Well, we moved it to the opposite side of the field because we were primarily hunting that side yeah. expecting them to come out of the big woods from the other side. So we moved all that garbage to the other side and we remember we piled a bunch of it up in front of the uh the sad daddy blind mm-hmm. yeah so that way we yeah, could come in from the back side and 
and climb yeah, up. Yeah, we actually used it as screening. You can do mm -hmm. that. I mean, you know, you can you can strategically do things. Yeah, and that's something that people can work on too. Is brushed in a blind, basically, with some of the garbage. Yeah, you can brush it in. Um, well, a lot of times I'll go to clients and stuff that you know they just you know have a a quarter acre food plot they cleared out in the woods, but it's all barricaded by all the brush they took out. Yeah, they pushed it all up against yeah. the woods line. Right, and they done blocked all the entrances yeah. off for the deer. Yeah, how are they um, getting in here? Right. Well, how are they getting in, and how are they going to feel when they're in there? Are they going to feel you know, yeah, closed in or trapped or comfortable. Right. Right. So that's something you can work on too is they want you know, a just, good they want a nice clear escape route. Right. Rent a rent a skid steer with some forks or something and uh or a bucket or whatever and get rid of you know push it into a pile and just burn it. Yeah. You know, let that stuff burn into your free potash. And, yeah, free potash. Let it burn into your soil. But yeah, I mean there's all like you said, always something to work on. But um those are definitely some things. Um I would say too now is uh kind of adding into that as well is your your food value as far as browse um a little bit deeper is you know is it that you just don't have any at all because it's a closed canopy you have no sun or is it stubbed out of the ground two inches because they're they ate it all down and take some trail camera surveys on your property too um put this time of year, December, January, February, put those trail cameras on pines. If you have pines or you know, conifers and they have pine needles, see if the deer are eating those pine needles. Because at the old farm, you remember they were eating pine needles. So look at it. If they're eating pine needles, they're hungry, man. Like you got to get more food in there, whether it's through food plots or just getting cuttings. Um but take a survey on your on your trail cameras. Where what are the deer eating on your property now? And then decide what's missing. Do you have should you plant more food? Do you need more sun? Do you have to get a, a timber company in there? Do you have to hire somebody, a consultant to cut for you? Do you have to eliminate some of the deer? Because realize that if you're the only one in the area making improvements to your property, you're going to attract a heck of a lot more deer. And therefore, your food value has to be higher because they're going to wipe you out, especially in those those big wood settings. Because, again, you know, reference the old farm. We were the only ones doing stuff. Yeah. And those food plots, we attracted all the deer to those plots from all the neighboring properties. Um, and we needed a high volume of food. I mean, yeah, we did plant brassicas and we had some perennial clover, but majority of it we threw in. Um, winter wheat and a little bit of rye um because those grains keep up you know kept up with your browse pressure um but that i mean you can evaluate your food plots too you know this time of year are, are the food plots down to the dirt well most sometimes they probably will be um but is that because you have too many deer like you have to look at this as a whole and realize okay well i planted brassicas on my farm this year I'm, I'm just saying in general, somebody plants brassicas, you look at it now, there's zero food. Well, maybe you should have added some grains in there. You know, grains, you know, deer wipe out a grain plot, you know, winter wheat plot, there's something wrong. Like, you, you know what I mean? You got way too many deer or something. Um, but evaluate your food plots. Yeah, that stuff grows like grass. I mean, mm -hmm. it's hard to eliminate a field full of grass. Mm -hmm. But if they can chew it down to lip high, 
and keep it mowed off. Yeah, yeah. you got some hungry critters. Yes, very for hungry. Sure. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> this goes along the lines of looking for new property. One of the things I like to look at is if you find old tree stands and things on that property. Mm-hmm. That helps you with your scouting a little bit because obviously somebody knew something and uh, they they may have put a stand there and maybe they know a good route there that that you can capitalize on. Now, when mm-hmm. we went into that property, we tore down a bunch of old stuff just in case anybody would trespass. They were rickety and we didn't want someone trying to climb in those things, getting hurt. And here we are you know, leasing the property. Of course, that would probably fall back on a property owner, I'm sure, somehow, uh, as far as somebody suing. But we didn't want to go down that route, so we just tore that garbage down and burned it. Um, Yeah, finding old stands, things on the property. Um, How about who had the property before you? Um, What did they do with it? Um, How close it is to neighbors? properties um do your neighbors post to, is it was this po- property that you're looking at what is it posted or was it posted before you those type of things um there might be a history of trespassing in there or something you don't know about maybe you can talk to some of the neighbors um i mean there's there's so many avenues you need to check out i am the world's <laughs> most trespasser solving person there is no you're not yes i've had more trespassing issues than anybody i know that's why you're not a solver uh, i it's solved you're, it you're happens the, it happens the but doormat right because everybody was trying to get in there right it happens but then i solve it <laughs> you know i had issues on the new property we leased it last year right um we had issues i mean it, I, it, it so many issues where it led me down into a police station again and it, but you know what this year not a single problem yeah. zero none so but that is something to look for and be cautious of because it happens a lot and it's very very annoying um yeah. well and if if it happens to be a uh a person that's also trespassing on their properties mm-hmm. they might be really willing to give them up as in our case with with us tracking down that one fella and mm. had the police pay him a visit yes he did so you know and it came that, to a stop that slows a lot of things down quickly mm-hmm. um, one thing i'll add too is uh looking for a new property is access i mean you gotta have access if you only have one side of your farm to access it's very difficult, and I'll be honest. That's one of the reasons why I'm why I'm getting rid of my property that I have now because there's only one way in and one way out. Yeah. Um, there's a yeah. If it, ideally you want access on two sides of the property, but if you can get access on three, that would be even better. Like if there's a road where you can cut into the woods instead of walking one way in walking through your property get to the backside have access on the front have access on the back i mean it's hard to do because yeah. when you start getting into those types of situations the cost of the lease goes up and up and up and up because there's access you know ag areas lease for more from more for 
you know, big wooded areas. So access is key for that. Um, that's why I am more of an evening sitter because mm. I don't have good access to properties I'm on or I'm right. on public land where I have to park somewhere in a parking area or, or a road and mm. walk in. Yeah, it's it's hard to go in to some place like that because you're going to blow everything out in the mornings, you know, and uh, mm. yeah, I, it, it just works out for me to be a better more uh, evening sitter. Mm -hmm. I'm usually working anyhow during the days. Yeah. So. Morning times hunts are a lot of times, depending on the property, it's a lot of them. Mornings are hard to get in. You know, if you're walking through ag fields where the deer are in there, um, it, it's hard to hunt mornings sometimes. A lot of times it's easier. It's easier to get into the evenings, but then it also becomes hard to get out in the evening. It is hard at times. I look because, at this year. Yeah. Before time change, uh, I was sitting in a tree. You were texting me, and I'm still in a tree at almost 9 p.m. Mm -hmm. And my wife's texting me, hey, dinner's ready. And I'm like, I got four bucks standing in front of me. I can't get out of this tree. I'm right. locked up. Yeah. You know, and so that's what it takes sometimes. You got to let them, you got to, sometimes you might have to sit there. Oh, I did. You know, a couple I mean, weeks went we, end. Look what we did at the old farm. You know, we had, because we were hunting the destination area, you know, those deer kind of stayed in there and we were, I mean, we blew uh, coyote calls and stuff to, to get them out of there. Um, but that's then something we, that you had we to We cut with. a trail. <clears throat> we cut a trail out the back door of our tree stands. I say out the back door. We'd be climbed on because we're on the edge of a field. We'd climb down and we'd go deeper into the woods and go mm -hmm. around the destination plots yep. and hit a tram road and get out. You yep. know, because I mean, those deer were in there and they were, they were already in the fields. That's where they want to be, you know, and that's something to look at too on your property is, you know, the bigger those food plots are, the more of a destination field they become. If most times, if you're in a big woods area, because there's nothing else around, the bigger your food plot is, those deer are going to hover around that food plot. Now, if you're in ag, ag areas and stuff, um, you know, those ag fields will become more of your your destination and you could have you know a smaller plot where they kind of you know they bed hit your food plot and then they go out to the destination field whether it's beans or alfalfa corn fields or whatever they want wherever they want to be um at nighttime so that's something to look at too and to work on you know your access routes you know like mm -hmm. you said you know we made that trail well the trail was already there it was an old uh we just need clean, road. We need to clean it up. We cleaned it up. We moved the branches out the way, and you know, we did have a skid steer too. That we 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 went back in there. We smoothed we it back. out, and yeah. we cleaned it up a little bit. But um, that's something you can work on. And when I every time we mention skid steer, I always get somebody that messages us says, "I can't rent a skid steer. They're too much money." But it's really not. Like I know it's going to vary state to state, but where me and you were was at Central PA. Mm -hmm. or what was it uh clearfield mm -hmm. it was it was what Central. it was two 275 yeah, a day delivered 275 delivered and Cheap. picked up yep. and picked up i mean you had to pay for gas i mean whatever you got to put gas back in it but 300 and 300 bucks 320 bucks yep you have a skid steer for eight hours it goes by eight hours so mm. um that's cheap like you can do a lot like you can we do a cleared, lot we cleared that I did not. Plant. I did not think those trees were going to pop out of the ground as easy no, as they yeah. did. Mm -hmm. 
I was really surprised they popped that like they did. All we did, guys, if you're if you're leery about that or something or don't think you can do it, we have a video. I think it was on both our channels. Yeah. Um, I mean, big pine trees and stuff. We just lifted that bucket up, put the bucket straight in, and just pushed it. And they, we uprooted every single tree out of that plot with we a skid We didn't dig spear. any stumps. Nope. They just ripped right out. They and just came right over. Now, we did it in what? April? It was, uh, no, it was in May. April it was early, 1st of May. It was early May. Yeah, early we May. Caught, we got caught in a snowstorm. Yeah, we were still getting spit in snow and yeah. freezing freezing weather and yep. stuff. <laughs> but, yeah, it was early May. Um, but uh, the ground was, you know, it was soft. Yeah, um, soft. But we cleared that acre food plot out. I'm talking ripping the trees out, smoothing it out and everything in under five hours. Yeah. Yeah, we we didn't even need the whole day with the skid no. steer, really. We packed we up ended, and left. No, we ended up going up. We cleared that road up a little bit. But, I mean, we, we ended up leaving. We didn't stay till dark. No, 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 no. We, we didn't use after, it the whole day. No, we ended up, we even had time. We cleaned the road up a little bit. And then we caught them and they came and picked it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's pretty, it's pretty cheap and that's all stuff you can work on that. Obviously state to state, you're going to have snow and you got this and you got that, but just something to consider Yeah, so, stuff to work on. Um, what else we got? We talked about, talked about entrance exits, deer trails, bedding. Mm-hmm. I would it, say the biggest thing sunlight. this time of year is to evaluate your timber. People are scared about their trees. They're scared about the timber. You got to have it evaluated. You know, have somebody in there, you know, that, that can evaluate it for you, whether it's a um, a forester company, a company that comes in there. Um, but you got to be careful with them, too, because they're going to they're going to rob you blind a lot of times. <laughs> so you got to be careful. You got to have you want to keep some trees. But most times I don't really uh, like clear cuts. Um, I'd rather have like a select cut or something, but just, just evaluate it. Don't be scared of the timber. It's going to help your deer hunting tremendously. Um, you can't be scared to cut it or get somebody in there to cut it for you. Um, it's if, one- you're, if you're going to clear a spot for a plot somewhere in the woods and you're going to have a little bit mm-hmm. of a clearing, mm-hmm. lime, 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 make sure you can get lime to wherever you're going. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's, you can put that on any time of the year. Yeah, and don't skip your soil tests. Yeah, with the forester there, I mean they're going to make roads, so have them make a road, you know, yeah. around your property. Yeah, they're going to have them. a machine there already, so let them yep. let them work blast with, you in. Yep, work a good with entrance. Them. Yep. So. Make tell tell them where you want to enter and exit routes or the roads. Tell them make a road around the whole perimeter. I mean, if you work with them, they'll you know they'll work with you. So yeah, um, look at it as a whole. You know, if you got a drone, take it up, take some pictures, aerial photos, look at it on a map. And just look at that thing and be like, okay, what is going on? What what didn't work out good this year? Think of all the things we discussed and how can we improve it? Yeah. So that pretty much sums it up. I think so. I think we covered about all the bases there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you guys got any questions? I mean, you can reach out to us and uh, we'll point you in the right direction. For sure. Check out those videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, to the uh, – thousand subscriber giveaways coming up really quick on us here i need a little over 30 people to come on and subscribe and i will be having 
the knife in my hands pretty soon that I'll be giving away. It's a Kershaw knife that's going to be engraved mm. with the channel name on it. So be subscribing to the channel. Uh, be watching or listening, I'm sorry, on the audio side with the, all the different platforms you can listen to. And I want to wish everybody a happy new year. And uh, yeah, check out those videos if you have any questions on how to clear your plot with a skid steer or, you know, how to further evaluate your properties. We have many videos. Mm -hmm. I don't know well, how many you're up to now. I got like 400 videos or something now. Seven, 730 some. Yeah. But um, probably only 100 or 200 of them are probably over at the farm that we used to work together. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a lot of videos on us plotting, doing projects in the woods, all that type of thing. Yep. Also Chip throw in there too that um, I posted on my social media yesterday, I think. But if anybody's reaching out to me for consulting, um, very, very limited, if, if any at all, unless something gets canceled, rescheduled, something. But for anything for 2024, like it's very, very limited. So I'm now taking spots for 2025. It's I'd blown away this year for the amount of people that reached out. But uh, if you want something in the months of january february march april may still reach out to me if something cancels i might be able to fit you in somewhere in there but uh majority of people that call now are going through they'll be going straight to 2025 so happy new year guys see you on next week's later